Hello, and welcome back to another BWL podcast. Today's special guest is David Cannell. Hello, folks. How you doing? Uh, today, David uh, had this idea that this one's going to be about Shakespeare. So let's get it started, boys. Yeah. So um, I, uh, I've recently, you know, I'm not in the, the advanced placement classes you guys are in, but I recently read Hamlet, and I actually really enjoyed it. Um, classic Shakespeare play. Um, I know you guys, so I wasn't a part of uh, English with Miss Hulk uh, our freshman year, but I know um, I know you guys have read uh, read Romeo and Juliet, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, well, how was that? How was that? Um, not, well, not only we read it, uh, we also performed it live as a play. Oh, boy. Um, I remember I was a prince at one point, and mm. I quite like the story. I mean, it's 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 become cliche and, and overdone, but I think at its heart, it's a good I mean, story. yeah, but, like, at the time, it wasn't as cliche as, it, like, this was, this is, like, the bare-bones classic, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a very influential story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, uh, I, I mean, I'm definitely interested in reading some more of his stuff. I, I, so we read Hamlet, and it, it's a really, it's a really good play. Um, and, you know, as much as, like, the, the, the general, just reading it, I have to reread it like reread one sentence like 50 times mm-hmm. just to understand it's complicated it. writing it's complex that's mm-hmm. uh but that's just how shakespeare wrote I, it's something called like iambic parameter yeah mm-hmm. um very complicated yeah what do you think about that brandon about shakespeare as a whole yeah what, what what's, what's your thoughts on shakespeare i've read macbeth before mm-hmm. i thought macbeth was pretty good you know i liked you liked macbeth it yeah i did mm-hmm. what'd you what's like macbeth about, about yeah what's it about uh, so you got okay so like some wars going on as usual you know this takes place in like the uh whole England continent, England continent, I mean, England country. <laughs> oh, the, the European oh, yeah. continent. It's not a history thing podcast. Same thing, you know? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Um, and so, like, you know, Macbeth's going around, and he's like a he's like a cool general guy. You know, he's got some got some wars under his belt. So he knows how to lead somewhat, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's uh, he's told, you know, like, oh, here's some, like, he goes, the witches are like, hey, here's a prophecy. You're going to become king one day. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, he's like, oh, sweet, I'm going to be king one day. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, how's this going to happen? He wonders to himself. So it's in the back of his mind his entire time. Once he, yeah. After he learns it, he's very concerned about it. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, well, the king has, like, sons. There's no way I'll be king if the, this king has sons. I can't be king. Because, yeah. you know, they're the heirs to the throne. Naturally, yeah. And so it kind of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy anyway, because he basically decides, hey, I'll kill the king. <laughs> and so, you know, it's very interesting, right? Because it's like... You'd think, like, oh, if it's a prophecy, it's going to happen without him having to be involved to become king. Mm -hmm. Yet he fulfills the very act himself of, you know, usurping the throne by having to kill the king. Yeah. I mean, there's always... I feel like whatever Shakespeare play you read, there's always a very prominent theme of death. Oh, of course. Shakespeare had a big thing with that. And I read about about, uh, his son. His name was uh, Hamnet. Uh, oh, like Hamlet with an N, oh, really? um, and he died at 11 years old. <laughs> and after abortion, after yeah. that point, like prior to that point, Shakespeare wrote a lot of of, of comedies, uh, and then after that, his plays started to turn into tragedies. And I believe that the the death of his son Hamnet was uh, the main inspiration Pushing for point. for writing Hamlet. Yeah. And Hamlet's yeah. Hamlet's a very it's a it's a dynamic play about between like this prince. And a king, and the king is the prince's uncle, but he also murdered um, the original king, who was his brother. Um, what a regicide! Is yeah. trying regicide. to get trying oh, yeah. to get revenge. A lot of for king that. death, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of death. Yeah, a lot of a lot royal of death. stuff. A lot of death, you know. Big um, theme. Carter, what are your thoughts on the iambic parameter? What do you think about that type of writing style? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's are like you a, like a big fan of it or no? Very rhythmic. Yeah. 
could you replicate it yourself one day maybe yeah <laughs> excellent be like instead of shakespeare they heard mckeckern yeah mckeckern yeah. mckeckerinian McKeckerin- uh, theater <laughs> yeah yeah the um no, I'm 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 trying to write I'm trying to rewrite the ending of Hamlet. That's a project we're doing and uh That sounds really fun. Yeah. In what's a, in uh English 12 right now. Um and it is really fun. Um and I'm trying to write it all in like Shakespearean style, but I can't get Ooh. that like yeah? that, that rhythmic is, that is format. Difficult. That rhythmic format um how 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 all of his sentences are written like that, you know. I can't quite get that there. And how doesn't yeah. Shakespeare typically write in a uh, That's like the true a, brilliance a ten of beat, them. Yeah. Uh, per sentence. Did he? I think he did. Yeah, Most what's the rhythm to it? What is the iambic parameter? Like, yeah, you, so you it's know, like a, it's sentence. like a, I know it's title, um, but I'm, I'm not like familiar with the, the nuances and intricacies of it. But I know it's, uh, it's a very rhythmic style of writing. Um, it doesn't necessarily can like need to have like hear ye hear ye the yeah. art. Uh, <laughs> that's just kind of like the yeah, stereotype of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, it's rhythm is. Uh, is is what drives it, you know? Yeah. Um, David, I have a question for you. Yeah. Where are we recording this podcast from? I think we forgot to mention, boys. Uh, we're uh, recording it from the home of Anime Club. Um, uh-huh. Also known as what? Connor McEachern's car. <laughs> <laughs> now, Connor, what kind of car is this again? Yeah. I've got a question. <laughs> um, do you guys think that Shakespeare is overrated? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Connor, Interesting. Connor, um, I think he was a yes man. Yeah. Connor, do you only yes say guy. yeah? No. Oh, Uh-oh. interesting. Connor, oh, actually, how about you tell us uh, your personal experience with uh, a Shakespearean Shakespeare? twist? A Shakespearean, Shakespearean twist? My, mm-hmm. my favorite Shakespearean twist is uh, Romeo, I mean, sorry, excuse me, Nomeo and Juliet, ah. the animated film oh, yes. by DreamWorks. It's uh, a quite... Yes. Now, if I remember that correctly, we watched that in AP Lang last I watched year. it on we my did. own. We did. we did, we did, yes. And it we was, watched Sherlock Gnome. Explain that, Connor. How, did it, how did it take from the original Shakespeare How did it make piece? you feel that it changed you as a person? Well, there's not, not, there's not as much death in it. Um, That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it, though? Because, I mean, isn't that, like, the main factor of, of Shakespeare? Well, yeah, that's his signature Shakespeare... You know, staple. I mean, I get, it, I get it isn't kind of Shakespeare's Big because guy. it's Big gnomes. Yeah. And, you know, they weren't gnomes. That's a big Yeah, big that's, that's probably a big contrast. What are your thoughts there. on a gnome Hamlet? Yay or nay? Uh, I think it might work. I mean, they did it with Sherlock Holmes. They did. Um, Sherlock gnomes. Sherlock gnomes. The thing is, I mean, Sherlock gnomes, Sherlock Holmes, the original, is uh, is not like a Shakespeare classic. No. So oh, the 1900s. So it's it's really one of the it's really one of the 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 uh, late 1800s. It's really one of the one of the best uh, collaborations of all time. You know, Sherlock Holmes himself and Romeo and Juliet uh, combined into one. It's a it's something of the ages, and I don't think yeah. you get that very often nowadays. You I know. know what I'm saying? I, I know it's kind of goofy because it has gnomes, but. If you take the idea of combining such, like, distinct pieces of literature such as Sherlock Gnomes, I mean, Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> and, um... We're showing its, its influence is clearly taking over your mind see, right now, Ryan. Certainly, yeah. And Shakespeare, if you combine those, I just, I think it's a, a great idea that could be done well if taken seriously, and obviously they did it with Gnomes, but yeah. um, I think they're very unique styles of writing. If you um, remove the aspect of Gnomes from Gnomeo and Juliet and Sherlock Gnomes, they are, like, at their core they are brilliant works of film i think even with the gnomes they're brilliant yeah the gnomes gnomes add like this boundary no the 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 gnomes only like they they broughten the frontier yeah i'm saying like they show the boundary between humanism 
like us as humans and mm-hmm. then gnomes. You know, they show that boundary. Yeah. I knew this podcast yeah. was going to turn into the gnome podcast. I knew we couldn't avoid it. I was long. honestly no. thinking, like, maybe Talking we... about Shakespeare, bringing up Romeo and Juliet. We should make a film, right? Instead of the Odyssey, it's the Gnomacy. The Gnomacy. <laughs> we, we rewrite the Odyssey for now. I think we everything Odyssey, deserves right? a gnome remake. What'd you, you know, think about the Odyssey? Uh, oh, yeah, we read that in, uh, in, in English uh, freshman year. Yeah, how was that? I mean, it was kind of epic. Better or worse than <laughs> I get it, because it's an epic. This, uh, wow. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a little more difficult to read than Shakespeare, I think it's opinion. very interesting. It's older, yeah. the descriptions were uh, interesting. You know, I enjoyed the whole cave mm-hmm. part where they just completely destroy that Cyclops. Yeah. Obliterated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, my God. That's... Poor, honestly, poor movies. guy, you know, you gotta feel for him. Uh-huh. Like I mean, he, the themes of violence are similar to that of Shakespeare in a I think way. Themes where of violence carry they through drive them. the plot almost. And yeah. like they're Got, deciding have conflict, factors. You know? Yeah. I, I think themes of conflict and, or sorry, themes of violence, themes of conflict isn't a thing. Themes of violence have have existed very, like, they were really popular back. I feel like there are only books written about violence. Or written about like science and education or religion back then. Now there's books about people's everyday lives or, or like various yeah. Yeah. like it doesn't a book that. doesn't necessarily have to be or a nonfiction book. Sorry, a fiction book doesn't have to be yeah. a violent book. Mm. Um, yeah, like, whereas yeah, back in the day, stuff, yeah. Well, yeah, I just feel like violence. We're everyday, bro. Violence yeah. is such a just prominent role throughout human history that obviously would take place mm-hmm. in some of the literature pieces that we read as a society. Yeah. You know, boys, you can't evolve without conflict. That's, you gotta that's true. You've got to have another hurdle to jump over, yeah, you know? Very, right. very true. Mm-hmm. And I think Shakespeare recognized that in most of his writings. Yeah. Yes. And he experienced it himself, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um... Well, I think we should call it curtains for our podcast today. Curtains, hey! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one, right That's now. a good anyway, play on words, Brandon. <laughs> Thanks. A play, <laughs> Ryan? A play? Play on words. Uh, anyways, um, Final thank, you guys for, thank you guys for having me tonight. Absolutely, David. Thank um, you for coming. It was, it was a, delightful. A big blast. Yep.